Welcome to Nine Point Started With A Dream podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jacoby Gillum. This episode, we have Justin Riggs in. What's good about Justin's story is because we can't always be the athlete. You know, we all have a dream, you know, to go NBA, WNBA, MLB, NFL, but sometimes that just isn't our our storyline, that isn't our purpose. And with Justin realized at an early age that he wasn't going to be that guy in the league, you know, as the athlete, but he's like, you know what, I can be an agent, I can be a manager, I can be a part of helping that athlete achieve their dream on that court. And he went about that, you know, it wasn't easy, it wasn't given to him, so he kind of took it step by step. So great story here, great journey here, and something that you can really inspire to do yourself. So let's get to it. Justin, the question I think when it comes on is, um, when you're younger, when you were younger as an athlete, you know, like what was like your dream goal you want to achieve? Man, you know, of course, the the, the number one goal every athlete wants to make it to the NBA. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, as I've been playing basketball since I was in third grade, I was by far was not the best on the team. Probably wasn't the best on any team I played on, you know what I mean? And um, I, but I was a student. I just used to love being around the game. I loved it, man, as much as possible. I used to love being in practice. I used to just love being around it. And uh, when I got to high school, I started to become realistic. Like, man, you're not going to get a college scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these college coaches, they coming in to see your best friends. So, you know, I started thinking about, like, different ways I could just really be and stay around the game. And at that point, like, I remember I was getting out of practice one day and our coach, like, we had, like, crappy practice. You know, we was just, like, just going through the motions. And our coach was like, man, I don't know why y'all taking this, you know, taking this for granted because a lot of y'all, this is going to be y'all last year ever playing basketball. A lot of y'all not getting the college scholarship. A lot of y'all may not make it to the NBA. So it just kind of hit me. And at that point, I was like, man, I'm either going to be an A's in our GM. You know, and, and I remember I used to tell everybody, whoever would listen, you know, I would tell them, like, I'm going to be an A's and GM. And I really believed that, you know what I mean? And uh, so, you know, what I did was uh, I went to Gramlin State. And um, when I was there, I still tried to stay around the game. And, you know, I was still, you know, talking to a lot of my friends that was playing basketball in the college and, you know, um, still just kind of, you know, trying to study the business. And it ended up landing me a job with the Memphis Grizzlies. And I felt like that was, like, probably the best thing to happen because the unique thing about working with the Grizzlies, everything was in one location, unlike most NBA teams. You know, the basketball operations, the business operations, and the practice facility was pretty much in the same building. So any given time, you know, you could see Lionel Hollins are the GM in the break room. You know what I mean? So, like, and – um and my manager at the time, who was over the sales and marketing department, like every month he would have like maybe a player or like a scout or sometime Lionel Highlands come and speak to like the sales and marketing staff. And like I took that to my advantage. I was like, all right. He came and spoke to us. I introduced myself to him. So when I see him doing game day, when I see him around the building, I'm going to speak to him, period. So I just like see, see certain people and I speak to him and I just ask them questions. And um, I remember my best friend who ended up becoming my first client when I became an agent, he had a free agent workout with the Grizzlies coming up. And um, I remember I went to the gym and I just introduced myself. Like, man, what's going on? My name's Justin. I'm going to be an agent one day. And he probably looking like, man, who the hell is this kid come talking to me about being an agent? You know what I mean? But 
I'm looking like, man, it's only 30 GMs. So I know he probably talked to a lot of agents in his lifetime. So I'm going to befriend him. I'm going to try to ask questions because I realize, man, if you ask questions, man, if you ask the right questions, you'll get the answers. You know what I mean? And um, so, um, you know, after I left the Grizzlies, man, I, I, I got certified and, you know, my, my, my best friend became my first client. And, um, you know, the first year, year and a half, man, I just learned as much as I can. You know, I probably only had like two clients at the time. I really wasn't trying to just sign a lot of guys. I always, I always kind of put it in, in, in the term of a record label. You know, you don't want to sign a lot of, a lot of artists and you can't have none of them release an album. So yeah. what I did was I just did it backwards. And what I mean by that is like, I would go to Portsmouth, Summer League, I go as many places as possible, LinkedIn, Facebook, and just get connected with coaches, general managers, you know what I mean? So whenever I do start to sign players, I would have jobs to give them, to help them build their careers, you know, so. <laughs> no, no, man, that's good. Cause it kind of paint the picture of like, of the progression, you know? And, and so, so to kind of going back to like the early years, you know, when you realize, all right, I'm not going to be the guy that, you know, that like the gift that offers culture, whatever it may be. But for you, when you're trying to figure out this agent thing, right? So you say you told everybody about it, right? Well, you might be like, nah, man, you can do it. Right, you right. Come and roll with you ain't going to make it out there. Right, 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 right. How, how'd you approach that? Man, honestly, like, because uh, I, I heard that a lot. You know what I mean? Like, man, you know, we like, man, coming from where we come from, it's, it's no agents around here, man. Like, what are you talking about? And the first player that from my era that made it to the NBA was Paul Millsap. Uh, but before my era, you know, we always had basketball players, but no Benjamin. Bill Russell was actually from Morrow, Louisiana before he migrated to Oakland. So we always had like athletes, but on the business, on the business tip, we never had nobody. So, you know, you're right. When I used to tell people, like, I'm going to be an agent, people would really look like, man, this dude tripping. Like, how is he going to be an agent? But I really felt like I could do anything. I really felt like, I really feel that way, like, right now. You know what I'm saying? When they say, you know, you can do all things through Christ, I really believe that scripture. Like, man, I could do whatever I put my mind to. You know what I mean? And it may be a journey. I may not get it overnight, but I'm, I always play the long game in everything I do, you know? So, uh, I think one of the biggest things that just kept me going, man, was really my confidence. You know what I'm saying? And, like, um, interviews. You know, I used to listen to interviews of AI. I used to listen to interviews of Kobe. I used to listen to interviews of Lil Wayne. Like, you know, three people that really influenced me. Listen to interviews of Master P. You know, listen to interviews of Malcolm X. And all five of them people, Bob Marley, like, all these people got one thing in common. Like, they believe. Kobe felt like I was going to be the best in the world. The Wayne was like, I'm going to be the, the greatest rapper alive. Master P was like, I'm going to be the best businessman. And it's like nobody could penetrate their belief. Just took on that that mentality. You know what I mean? Like, man, listen, Jay, like, if this is what you want to do, you got to stand firm on it. And you really got to dedicate everything to it. Because if I just say I'm going to be an agent without putting the actions behind it, then I'm just another person out here with a, with a pipe dream. Yeah. But like, what I started doing was, because I at the time I had a full-time job, you know what I mean? So, like, when I get out of work, I used to dedicate, like, an hour, hour and a half to just studying, looking at contracts. You know, it's all, it's all public domain. Certain things are public domain, you know what I mean? And just 
asking questions again, like I said, when I work for the Grizzlies, you know, if I bump into one of the scouts, I'm asking them, man, how do you evaluate talent? You know what I mean? What like what goes into making a decision? What goes into roster changes? And like, like these people used to, you know, I'm sure I, I shocked them because <laughs> they like who the hell is he? You know what I mean? But they would give me the free game. And um, but to answer your question in short, man, it just I think just having that confidence and that belief in myself, you know. Like when you ask them questions, they're probably like, "This dude isn't asking for a job. He's asking for knowledge to help get the job." Yep. Yeah, that's it, man. Because I feel like I feel like our job just is really like I always try to break it down like this: a job just it's like fuel, right? Kind of like gas in a car gets you from point A to point B. But I feel like your work that's like your passion. You know what I mean? And it's like you'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's like when you when you start to make money from it, it doesn't even feel like it's work because it's something you love to do. You know what I mean? So, like with me, this doesn't even feel like work. Like this feels like something that I was that I always wanted to do. And I I don't even like looking at myself like a like a I don't even like you you would probably hear me use the term manager more than the agent. Cause I always be telling my guys, I be like, look, man, I'm not selling you life insurance. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not putting the roof over it. I'm not, you know, uh, you know, giving you window shed insurance. Like I'm really your manager. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm here to service you. And I feel like one of the things that, that, that I realize is important is relationships. You know what I mean? Like if I don't have a relationship with you, I don't even want to do business with you because it's only going to be that just business. But I want to get to know you as a man. You know what I mean? I want to get to know you as a person. Like, you know, like what keeps you up at night? What what motivates you? You know what I mean? Why are you doing this besides the money? You know what I mean? What are your goals on the court and off the court? You know? And that's just like, those are just certain things that I just, that I've learned, you like throughout my years of what really makes a good manager. You know what I mean? And, and I realized that I've been that way my whole life. Like just even with a lot of my friends, like now that I think about it, you know, when I was in high school or uh, when my friends was contemplating what colleges they were going to go to for scholarship offers, like they would, they would call and ask me, you know what I mean? Like, hey, Jay, what you think I should do? You know, I'm, I'm looking at option A and option B, you know, tell me the pros and cons, what's your thoughts? And I'm realizing like, man, you was really kind of practicing back in those days and you didn't even realize it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so for you, 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 you're, I can tell the team that you kind of have a heart for the athlete. You know, you you aren't doing it to, to have that association. Like, ah, I'm in I'm in the sports business. You were like, no, nah, I want to do this for for my guy to make sure they're right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Like, cause I really wasn't in it for the popularity or the notoriety, and and cause I even think back, like when I was working with the Grizzlies, you know, and I always go back to that job or that 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 time because that time was a lot for me. It meant a lot to me. You know, I'm coming, you gotta think. I went from living in Grambling, Louisiana, a small town, you know what I mean? Living in an apartment where I probably eat noodles and hot pockets for dinner. You know what I'm saying? To three months later I'm I'm working in the NBA and I, I got a suit on and I'm walking around the arena and I got access. But I didn't let that get to me. I didn't let that get to my head. You know what I'm saying? Because I just always thought back, like, damn, like, man, like, it's a blessing to be here, but it's, I want more. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't, like, the end-all, be-all for me. Like, this is just the, just the beginning. 
And I feel like just being humble and just thinking back to, to the struggle kept me focused on the goal. Because I could have easily got there and been like, man, you know what? Been to hell with it, man. I'm just going to work here for the rest of my life and be good. But I'm like, nah, I, I want to be an agent. And I don't, I'm, I'm more of like a, I try to, I look at myself as being low key. Like, I don't really like the, you know, like, I don't like the light, man. Like, if you look at, like uh, a lot of my guys, they clown me about my IG. They be like, man, for you, your IG, like a dinosaur on IG, man. Like, you need to post more. That's what the young boys like. I'm like, all right, cool. But I just like to move in silence. But, um, but again, to, to get back on your, to get back on track to your question. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I didn't really, I really don't care about the fame. You know, because one thing about the fame and the, the glamour and all that, like, it's only temporary. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, the light and the fame is it's a, it's a temporary satisfaction because it's always going, it's, it's going to be a revolving door. You're not going to be the last person to walk through this door to the light. It's going to be somebody else behind you. And then it's going to be somebody else behind him. So if you're only in it for that, then when the light and the fame and the notoriety, when it leaves you, I mean, you, you, you morally effed up, you know what I mean? So excuse my words. So, you know, I try not to, I even tell a lot of my guys, like, you know, don't really get too caught up in it, you know, just, just focus on the goal. Don't ever focus on like the, the things that don't really matter. You know what I mean? Like the, the fame and the light, because that really can, that could be, that could be like a detrimental thing to, to, to somebody, you know, it could, it could make you or break you, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I was an intern for the Thunder when I was in college, right? And like, I, I was doing like, I was a failed intern. So that first game when I, where I had the suit on and like, I had, I had, I had like all the credentials yeah. on, man, I off the building, I was like strutting a little bit. I was, I was feeling good. I was like, yo, yeah. I was thinking fans and stuff. They're like, dang, who is, who is this dude? You know, but I'm like five, eight. So it wasn't like, a, like you ain't no player, you know? But for you, that first game when you like walked in the arena, how how'd it feel? I ain't gonna lie, man. I felt it, it was like a it, it felt surreal, man. I ain't gonna lie, you know, because for a minute, for a minute, that lighter hit you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it hits you for a minute, you know. Yeah, I, I put on Snapchat like that game. I was like, yo, I'm at, I'm at the arena. I was I was putting on Instagram a story. I was like, yo, this is where I'm at, you know. <laughs> you know, that's that's when I first got on Instagram because I, I remember the first game. I mean, I was so, like, just dinosaurs, man. Like, I didn't have a Twitter. And I remember everybody, was, you know, was on their phone with the IG. And I was like, man, I got to get me one of them. I got to show I got to show my folks back home what's going on. But, no, nah, opening night, because I'm not really going to count the preseason. So I'm going to say opening night was when it really hit me. Like, opening night, I remember it was just so much anticipation because, like, the Grizzlies – they had just came off like they best, like one of the best years. I think like a 57 uh, game win, uh, win season. So it was like a lot of anticipation just throughout the city. You know, a lot of people was a lot of businesses. They wanted to partner with us. You know, you know how it is when you hide. Everybody want to mm-hmm. be around the, the fame, the light. Yeah. But um, so it was just anticipation, and we actually sold out open the night. So I remember like putting a suit on, and I'm real crafty with them suits, man. Like I got. I went to a store called Kanji. I got two suits for eighty dollars, but and then I went to um, I went to Marshalls and I bought like five shirts for like fifty dollars, and I got like two ties, but I dressed it up where it looked like a five hundred dollar suit. <laughs> so 
I'm just strutting through there. I got my I got my shoes on that I got from Marshall. So I'm just like, man, like I'm here, like I arrived, you know what I mean? And it but it just did something to me because I was like, damn, like man, I was just I was just talking about this like years ago. And I'm like, man, like like I'm here. I may not be an agent walking through this arena, but I'm like this is a step closer. So it really felt like surreal. And and that's when I think that's when I realized like the power of the mind was like for, like was really a strong organ that was like gifted us, gifted to us from God. You know what I mean? And if we use it right, we can get whatever we want if we don't have no hidden agendas. And um I think that's what pushed me to like really, really take that leap of faith, man, to 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 pursue it, to like stay firm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. I love, 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 love. you said, you know, the power, the power of the mind. If you have, if you have, you have no hidden agendas. Yeah, yeah, because man, those are <laughs> those agendas, man. They, 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 there depending on who you meet. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, and, and and I realize like I try to be as straightforward and as honest as possible. You know what I mean? Like, if I can do something, I can. If I can't do it, I can't do it. I'll try, but if I can't do it, I can't do it. And if I'm not good at it, then I, maybe I should partner with somebody that is. And I feel like just being transparent and being open and honest saved me a lot of time, not just in this business, but in life. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you tell one lie, you got to tell two. And you got to keep it going. You know what I mean? So, like, I try not to have a hidden agenda. You know, I try to make my agenda as clear as possible because we all got agendas. You know, we go to a meeting, they say, okay, the agenda for this meeting is X, Y, and Z. You know, the agenda for this interview is X, Y, and Z. So, you know, my agenda, man, is to is to make sure that you have a great quality of life. You know what I mean? Make sure that you elevate every year. You know, make sure that when you finish playing basketball that you can maintain the same quality of life. You know, if, you know, make sure that you grow as a person. You know, I got people that's uh that's been around me man that i've seen evolve you know i'm not gonna take all the credit and say you know it was because of me but you know i, I feel like i i have some strong influence you know i have guys that you know have became married i have guys that became better fathers you know what i mean i have guys that you know became better at managing their money you know better with investments because you know i want to get to know you i want to get in your business i want to really see like what what I can do to help benefit a situation and what can I do to help you grow. So that it, it for you it isn't transactional. You know, it's not like it, it isn't like hey, I just want I just want my proper friend to do and go and go on. You're like, no, nah, I want to be there inside your life and be a part of your development. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you know, basketball, the game is basketball is is it's a blessing. Like, well, I'm not even going to say basketball. I'm going to say sports. It's a blessing. You know, sports, sports has taken care of a lot of families. You know, I always say respecting the game. You respect the game, the game will respect you. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's more to negotiating the contract. Like, you know, I'm not here to talk about most agents and then our managers, but, you know, the good ones, because there is a lot of good ones that I look up to, that I study. Some I never met, but I study them. You know what I mean? They set the path for me. Um, but the 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 good ones that I study are are are, are they're great. And the real job starts after negotiating the contract. 
we all know, man, with the right player, you, I mean, it's, what are you negotiating? Every yeah. term pretty much dictated. You know, you're just probably negotiating the language, the provisions, the triggers, certain things like that. But for the most part, the real work for me begins off the court, outside of negotiating the contract. And I learned that firsthand when I worked with the Grizzlies, you know, uh, doing a lot of stuff in community relations and just like realizing the importance of making sure that guys are really properly set up. You know what I mean? Making sure that guys grow, like we talked about, making sure that guys elevate, making sure that guys are out in the community, like <clears throat> making sure that guys got platforms because I feel like when you're an athlete, when, you, when, when, when you're playing basketball or football or whatever your sport of choice is, that is the time to utilize your exposure to, to help fill your, you know, whatever business venture that you're doing. Like Dame Dash say, Dame Dash used to always say when I listened to his interviews, he was like, man, I used to tell my artists, okay, whenever we drop this album, that's the commercial for all of our product. You know what I mean? So, you know, with my guys, I'm like, listen, like, if you are big on, on Instagram, okay, let's not just post highlight reels. Like, let's start posting some other things, you know, a basketball camp, your clothing line, your merchandise. Like, let's use that exposure right now so when you are done, the momentum is already there. So now we got to do is like, like gasoline to it and just let it set on fire. You know what I mean? How many years are you in right now with, um, with being an agent? Uh, this is my, this is actually my third year. Third this year, is man. July the 15th to be my third year. Third year. And, and, and you got, you got, got, you got, 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 got a few ballers, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. dudes like your boy Lace who, you know, talking, talking to him and just hearing how he, 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 he my dude get buckets. Yeah, yeah, he 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 brothers, man. He was actually uh like I've been knowing I've been knowing late since third grade, man. And um, you know, he he was one of the guys that I was talking about as far as like, you know, one of the ones that the college coaches was coming to visit, nobody's coming to visit me. I remember we was in middle school and um you know, he was in the sixth grade, starting for the eighth grade. And I'm in the sixth grade trying to get on the seventh grade team, because we didn't have a sixth grade team, but I just used to, I used to just watch him, man. He got a little brother that's nice too. His little brother was real nice, but I just used to watch him. I used to be like, man, he gifted. Like he he born to play basketball. You know what I mean? And um, and actually, again, you know, he was he's my first client. You know, and and, and you know, even before I got certified, he used to always like, you know, whether he's sending me his contract or whether he pushing me, like, man, you need to get in the business, man. You can help a lot of people, man. Like, and. He was one of the ones, you know, him, my wife, my mom, you know, like, you know, I credit it, you know, I credit them for really just like pushing me to to really take that leap of faith, man, and and and, and pursue it. You know, my wife, she challenged me, like, listen, I, I hear you talk about this a lot, but you're not making no actions. You're not trying to get certified. So you just you just talking. So I don't wanna hear it no more. Good night. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that that to this then, you know, like like saying there's a kid right now in, in like Monroe, you know, that, that that wants to be an agent, you know, and they're like, I want I want to be on that level, you know, I want to be able to help help these athletes, you know, achieve their goals. What would you tell them to be like the first step to take? Uh, the first step to take, I would tell them, man, to to really to really look them look themselves in the mirror and 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 figure out why. The only reason why the first the reason why I tell them to do that first is because man. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's gonna be a long, bumpy road. A lot of people are not gonna believe in 
your dreams. A lot of people are not going to be obligated to help assist in your dreams. And you're going to face a lot of rejection. So if you could walk away from that mirror and say, I'm willing to go through all of it, no matter what it is, no matter what life throw my way, I'm going to be this. Then, you know what I mean? I feel like you just you just achieved that first step that probably 90% of the people in this world don't, don't achieve. And then after that, you know, just start, you know, research and start asking questions start reaching out you know what i mean start you know i'm always a resource man like back in my community every every summer me and lace uh, we do this do this event called uh hope for all helping our people evolve back in our neighborhood uh you know we partner with the fire department we partner with the city of monroe waters and park uh waters and park um we partner with the louisiana purchase garden the zoo they used to bring an animal out the fire department, they usually bring, you know, smoke detectors out, Chick-fil-A raising canes, free haircuts. You know, the past four or five years, man, we've had, you know, probably over five, 600 kids come out, free school supplies. So, like, in those events, man, you know, come out. And, and I'm easily accessible, you know. So I'm saying all that because nobody handed me the knowledge. You know what I mean? And I understand why. But... With me, I want to give the knowledge away, at least for starters. You know, if you want to become an agent, a, a FIBA agent, you know, go to FIBA.com backslash agents. You know, you click the tab and they got all of the information that you need to take the test. You know, MBPA.com, same thing. And um, but outside of just taking a test, again, you know, just ask questions, you know, research, you know, look at athletes that's right, that's in your community, that's in your grade level right now you know, and, and, and analyze them, you know, see what they could do better to, to build their game up. You know what I mean? Hey, man, look, I like how you drive, but look, man, you need to focus on, you know, your penetration. You need to strengthen your IQ, you know, do certain things just, just for practice. You know what I mean? But that's, that's what I would tell them, man. Love it. And just to think about your, your story, you know, how you went from Monroe, Louisiana to overseas in Turkey, you know, with, 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 your, with your athlete, man, like that's, like when you're a kid, you say you're gonna be an agent, but you still be in Turkey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like one of the things I, that I that my dream was to put myself in a position where I can go and visit all of my guys, specifically my guys internationally, because mm-hmm. a lot of times they're over there by, they, by themselves. You know, um, not too many people go visit them. You know what I mean? You know, one of my guys, I was like, hey, man, listen, like, your next situation, man, you know, I'm going to get the team to throw in some additional flights, man, for your mom. And my mom never going to get on a flight, man. It's too long. You know what I mean? So I always told myself, like, I wanted to make sure that I can go and physically visit my guys and be there for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spend time abroad. And, um, and I've been preaching that since I started. And this year was my first year being able to go abroad. You know, I went to uh, I went to Istanbul, Turkey. I went to Busa, Turkey, and I went to Izmir, Turkey to visit some guys. You know, meet some coaches, meet some general managers in person, strengthen the relationships, and that was awesome. I actually brought my wife with me there for the first time, and then um, I was able to go to Tel Aviv, Israel, and Jerusalem, and Haifa and Jaffa, Israel. And uh, again, you know, just you know, showing my guys, hey, listen, I'm here. You know what I mean? I want to see you play in person. You know, I want to cheer you on. I'm your, I'm your biggest cheerleader. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to, you know, my goal, man, though, is, is to 
be able to do that full time where well, I'm just going to see everybody, you know, in person. Yeah, man, it's going to happen, man. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see your journey because, like, you know, I've interviewed so far, like, like I told you guys, Lace and Marlon, and I, and I see how how their potential is just, just getting started. So it's like they're getting started, you're just getting started. It's going to, you know, flourish from there. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, man. And you know, like with Lace, you know, he, you know, I've seen, I've seen him evolve. You know, I've seen him, you know, get married. You know, start, you know, clothing lines, basketball camps, mm-hmm. school programs, and you know, same thing that I'm that I'm gonna do with Marlon, and the same thing I'm gonna do with everybody. With every guy that, you know, every one of my brothers that trust me enough to allow me to be their manager and just help, you know, build their careers on and off the court, you know. Yeah, last question I'll ask you too, man. Like I haven't asked you this yet. So, what's the name of your agency? We haven't even got that far yet. Uh, so my agency is called uh, Unison Sports and Entertainment, and um, I came up with that name. It was unique. Um, <clears throat> me and my wife, we was in we was in marriage counseling leading up to, to our wedding date, and um, the word Unison just kept coming up. You know, like you know, you guys need to work in Unison. You know, if you guys work in Unison, you're on the same page and achieve. You know the same goals, the same agenda. You know, um, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, unison. So that word just kept coming up, man. And I just kind of started researching the word, and I was just like, man, I want to, I want to work in unison with all my guys. Like, I want us to be on the same page. Like, it, there's no reason that that these guys are not on the same page with representation or, with, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So, with me, I wanted to just make sure that that I can be the type of person that really work in unison and make sure that we are, we're both on the same page. We both want the same thing, not just in basketball, but in life, you know what I mean? And, um, and that's, that's, that's where the name came from, man. And, and I, I, I think it grew on me. I love it. You know, you see how everything I try to do is unison from the merch. Mm-hmm. Got a new, little, little like New Orleans flavor to it, you know, with the. Yeah, you know, <laughs> for the Saints, man. You know, it's, it's we always got to, got to. the whole team. Gotta rep for the whole team, man. The Saints, the Lakers, the Dodgers, the Gremlin Tigers, LSU Tigers, man. Those are my five teams. There we go, man. Yo, Justin, man, I'm, I'm glad to have you on and just uh, to hear your story. I think your story is one that's relatable. You know, like so many athletes, you know, so many kids grow up and started athletes and they're like, nah, okay, I can't play, but how can I be a part of the game still? And yeah, yeah. And, and you're doing it. No, I appreciate that. Again, you know, like, you know, the ultimate goal, of course, man, we all want to get to that NBA, but you know, he's 400 and, you know, 435 to 450 players per year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's only 60 people getting drafted, only 30 of those contracts are guaranteed. You know what I mean? So it's like you start looking at the numbers and you start being realistic, like, all right. So even if I'm not in the NBA as a player, I made it to the NBA with working. Business. So there's multiple ways, man. And, and you know, again, I feel like, man, whatever you, whatever it is you dream, whatever it is that you want to do out of life, man, you just got to, again, look yourself in the mirror, man, you find out your why and you stand firm on it, period. And never let nobody deter you from, you know, going off. Love it. And then social media wise, the website, where are you at? Um, You can, you can go to my website, uh, unisonse.com and, uh, you know, um, Instagram, uh, unison sports ENT. Oh man, yo, Justin, I appreciate you, my man. I look forward to climb with you more in the future. 
Man, most definitely, man. Like I told you, we're gonna be locked in, man. Big fan. <laughs> man, you know, I can't wait to 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 this podcast continue to grow, continue to elevate, man. You're doing something great. And um again, man, I love the fact that you're giving a lot of athletes these, you know, these platforms, man, because you know, I wanna say this before I leave, like a lot of people feel like it's either NBA or bus, and I don't feel that way. You know, I, I feel like, you know, you got a lot of talented guys that's playing basketball and in, in, you know, the international market. You know, and a lot of people, they're, uh, they're neglected, you know, and it's a lot of real talent. You know, actually, right now, I was just talking to somebody yesterday. You know, there's projected to be like nine or ten guys coming out the first round from Europe this year. You know what I mean? So I said I'll have to say this, like, you know, you can find yourself in a great situation internationally where you could play in a great country or playing a great league, they give you that, that, that true exposure that you need, you know, to get that NBA talent on you, to get those NBA eyes on you, man. So again, man, I appreciate you for giving these guys this, this type of platform to come on here and tell their story, man. And I really appreciate you for having me. Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Points Started With A Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.